Those guys, those music guys, I don't know about those music guys doing the drugs, having sex with all the women, just being all cool and whatnot. They're pretty great. I wish I could. You know the small 1% that are actually pretty great. I know a couple that aren't so great. That's very true. I bet you Robin Thicke's not great. No, I've actually heard stories that he's not so great. I bet. Um. Yeah, but I mean, you're a, you're a Hollywood kid. I mean, that kid's been up in the scene. Blake Shelton can't be the nicest guy on the planet. Why well, is, is he someone's Adam kid? Levine, piece of shit. I think Adam might be fine. There's no way. There is no way. Yeah, there's. I met his. I know his brother. Okay. We did a musical together. All right. And he loved to brag about how he did heroin with the Bling Ring Girls. Man, that is uh, two things I don't know anything about. Heroin and uh, the Ring Ring. The Bling Ring? The Ringling Brothers. No, they're... (laughs) It took place like 15 years ago, maybe even less. Oh, those girls that were running around stealing shit. From like super famous people like they were in Paris Hilton's house. Because famous people just leave their doors open. Well, they didn't claim to have just walked in. Yeah. Uh, some of, but some of them, didn't they say that they were like, oh, no, a lot of these super rich people just leave everything open? Oh, well, I mean, even still, that's still trespassing. You're still going to get arrested. Oh, no, that. 100%. But uh, also, yeah. you stole a bunch of things. So, yeah, there were two sisters, and uh, but they weren't technically sisters. And on, they had their own TV show. And oh, my God, I'm blinking on what it's called. Before they stole stuff? They no, had this own... was after. Oh, okay. They had a reality show on E! Because the first day of filming, and it's all in the pilot, they get busted. Oh, what? They had done a Vanity Fair article and didn't like how they were portrayed in the Vanity Fair article because she had been going to court in a certain pair of shoes. And like the article said she was wearing Christian Louboutin shoes. And she was like, they were Nine West shoes. They were cheap shoes and like the camera crew was there and it's like this Vanity Fair article broke the first day they were filming and it like kind of exposed how shitty these people are. Yeah. And they, their mom believed in the secret. What is the secret? The secret is like a, yeah, here, let me look up what the definition of it's like a, it's a cult book kind of a thing. Okay. So like the game (laughs) or what is it? What was the, uh. What what was the book all the douchebags read that learned how to get women? Fuck. I can't think of anything today. Oh, wow. This is going to be good for the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's a pseudoscientific law of attraction, which claims that thoughts can change a person's life directly. So just if I think about it, it'll happen? Yeah. Like a manifestation? Yes. So sounds pretty science-based. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a book by a woman named Rhonda Byrne. Anyway. Yeah, they were firm believers in the secret. Okay. A lot of, like, probably vision boards, I bet. Yeah, I mean, I get those whole vision board. Like, I, I get why it uh, it sounds good. Because, hey, you get to do a collage, so that's neat. Yeah, who doesn't uh, love a little glue stick action? No, right? You sniff a little, you glue a little. Yeah, you don't give me that liquid Elmer's, though. That's bullshit glue. Everyone knows you need to use a glue stick when you're making a collage. Or else it bubbles up and it's all messy and it gets all over your fingers. Yeah. Like uh, a hand job. 
Yeah. I mean. What are you doing over there? I'm trying to remember what the name of that book was. And I, I looked up douchebag dating book and it wasn't. Oh, well, the guy's name is Mystery. I know that. Mystery dating. Oh, dating book. The game. The game. Uh, so I did get it right. So you don't, you won't have to do one of the what? Actually, the book Chris was talking about was, <laughs> which I love. They're always very funny and lighthearted and informative. Because <laughs> uh, I'll be editing it and I'll be like, oh, damn, we both were totally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you do fact check us because then it would just be nothing but emails like, hey, dum-dums. So, well, then maybe we get some emails. Oh, we got plenty of emails now. They're, we're backed up on emails. Really? Not that you shouldn't keep sending emails if you need life advice or have questions to one millionth pod at Gmail. That's all words, one million with a T-H and a P-O-D. Oh, nice. I heard... Uh, oh, keep going, actually. Uh, say something. No, go ahead. That was the end of it. Um, they know our, our friend Rob, Captain Rob from Softball, he told me on Monday that he listens to the podcast, but he had to listen to like three episodes to get the email right. Cause like you weren't saying it right. You uh, were like 1 million with a TH and a POD and without saying at Gmail, he's like, is it at Hotmail? Oh, uh, is, is it at? I'm like, sorry. man, I didn't even catch that either. Sorry, Rob. It's at Gmail. I've just done it for so long. I just assume people know. He and I figured uh, it out though. I think he sent us an email. Also spoiler alert. Rob sent us an email. <laughs> uh, Great. It's, it's coming up in, Listener to mail, about it to death. Listener to mail. But we're not there yet because welcome back. Welcome back. It's, it's the, the top w- of the show. It's the one millionth podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. I'm the brother. I'm the sister. Uh, we're Scott and Carol's kids. Facts. And we're fucking cool as shit. Yes. As most of you know. Uh, <laughs> hello to the portheads. Dumblefucks. And the talent receivers, we thank you for uh, continuing to listen. Thank you for your service. Thank you uh, for all the things that you do for us, uh, which is uh, listen. And that's all we really ask. Oh, and buy some Manscaped shit. And buy some Manscaped shit, because if you go to Manscaped.com and order one of their products and you put in the promo code one millionth pod, just that, Rob, one million with a T-H and a P-O-D, you will get 20% off your whole order and free shipping. Wow. You're fucking welcome, uh, fellas and ladies that have fellows with giant man bushes that they haven't touched since they got their man bush. Uh, it's a fun little project. Man bush him with some manscapes. I'm going to be real honest with you. I just wish somehow, some way they could just do some sort of like miniature weed eater. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> like one of those personal fans that you have at a baseball game. Yeah, but, but I'm just doing that. I think it would just add something to it. Wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, those of you who've seen me live uh, know I do a joke about that. Uh, actually, you've seen that joke. Uh, yeah, I think I've seen all your jokes. Pretty much. Uh, I have a couple of new ones, but I got to rework them. Also, I'm recording a special in Portland at Helium September 9th. 9-9. So. Uh, if you want to come out, uh, that's how you would do that. Go to helium.com. And uh, we're recording on new microphones. That's right. If we sound like we're a lot clearer, uh, the mushrooms did not kick in yet. Uh, I did just go and went. We've been talking about getting these microphones almost since the inception of the podcast. And uh, that I was just, 2019. It has been four years. Uh, I like to shop, find deals. Three years. Three, Three years. years. Yeah, I wasn't. I was gonna let you do your own boop 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 on uh, yourself. 
No, I don't. Those take so long, actually. So if we could correct in real time. <laughs> and save those for when they're genuine. Uh, but yeah, so I just said uh, we had issues with mic cords last week. Yep. And uh, so I got new ones of those. And then I just said, fuck it while we're at it. Let's spend new mics. Uh, a lot more money on new mics. And uh, they look cool. They are the industry standard for uh, podcasting and recording and whatnot. Yeah. And sh- also, apologies if we sound worse because it's our first time. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to do some adjusting. I mean, they're microphones. You just kind of plug them in and go. And I'm watching the levels, and we are killing it. Uh, you don't watch the levels when you do those Manscaped ads, though. Uh, I do, kind of, but I'm using a different program. I think Audacity just might be shit for recording. And I yeah. might need to start recording on GarageBand. But also, uh, the reason this mic is on this stand is because it's just going to live on my desk and I'm going to use it to record the Manscaped ads as well. So there won't be a quality difference because someone sent me a bunch of texts complaining uh, about the quality. And I was like... For, it was terrible. Well, I did, I do it on the, I do it on the supercomputer and... Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. To be fair, I listen back on the Mac Mini speaker, so it sounds terrible. And I should just those have speakers. Yeah, it's it's, it's like if an Apple TV had a speaker. A hundred percent. That's what it's like. <laughs> I can't. No wonder it sounded like shit. Uh, and then I, I do have a speaker. I just don't turn it on. And uh, <laughs> I could just do that, or just plug, or just Bluetooth my. AirPods. There are so many things you could have done and could be doing. And uh, I will do from now on. I didn't realize there was a quality issue mainly because I didn't really listen back. Uh, (laughs) I was just like, nailed it. Record, export, send. Well, there was a quality issue on the first one, which was the same issue. So, okay. Well, uh, hate to break the fourth wall podcast listeners but this is the life and times of people that recreationally podcast <laughs> uh and i call it recreationally because we set our own schedule and uh we do it when we want to and it costs mo- and it's pretty so far it's an endeavor that's uh been in the red so but it's not really why we do it we do it because we love you guys and uh, and I don't have a therapist right now so so this is our outlet anyway so where were we last week uh, you I, were talking about how. So, you're supposed to wipe front to back? Oh. Oh, God. Yeah. Is that, is that the rule? Yeah. That is the rule. That yeah, is that 100. That makes a lot of these I don't even have a sense. vagina. Uh, but even if you're not a, don't even have a vagina, you should still wipe front to back just so you don't get a, you know, you don't need to get your taint all tufted up. Imagine if you rubbed a ham sandwich on your baseboards. What? Okay. And all that dust gets in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I don't want that to get in there. It gets stuck in the folds and the make, meats. Makes a weird sort of gravy. Uh, paste. More of a roux. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. That's R U E. Not my not my nickname for or the family nickname for Andy. What was uh I forgot what I was even talking. Oh, this is what I wanted to bring up because your mic got cut off at the end of last week. Oh, okay. And we were talking about snail trails in underwear. We were? We were talking about discharge. 
And like, how underwear can get crunchy. Like the good ones, like the good discharges or the bad discharges? Well, hold on. Otto, stop it. What are you doing, bud? He's getting to that Katsuya bag. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing in there. I totaled that shit. No, he's like, I like to lick the paper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, discharge. We were talking about discharges and you were yeah. really grossed out and it was funny. Mm-hmm. Were you, were you, I called you Mr. I've never had crunchy undies. No, and I haven't, uh, which is, well, that's a, that's not true. Uh, there there was adolescent mornings. <laughs> Hardest of passes. <laughs> uh, you can't control them. <laughs> you just wake up and you're like, oh, that was real. Oh, God. Huh. Uh, Man. Um, anyway. Puberty. What do we and- usually talk about after the opening? Uh, <laughs> it depends if we go off on a tangent about discharges. Well, I just wanted to bring that up. That's what they missed out on. Oh, okay. So that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, we uh, ended with discharges, which we a lot of... We di- dismount with discharge. So that episode was like a lot of relationships. Yeah. Ending with discharges. Yeah. And, uh, or beginning. Yeah, it's like, hey, we have this now. Let's take a whack at it. <laughs> All right, and if I whack at it and it's still in there, what do I do? <laughs> the stairs. Uh, speaking of whacking at it, how was your weekend? <laughs> oh, I whacked. I'm just kidding. On Friday, what did I do? Oh, uh, Friday I had dinner with Aubrey, which was lovely. Uh, where did you guys go? I went to Superba. I decided to repeat the uh, seafood sh- platter that I had with Tyler. Are you sure it's not Superba? Yeah, yeah, you said that the last time. I know. I'm just double checking. 100% sure. Okay. Absolutely sure. Uh, so did that and it was delish. And then the next day I went to a pool party over at my good friend Jordan Fisher's house. Oh, because she has a pool? She, her and Mikey do. You've been over there. I have been over there. <laughs> That was long time ago. Yeah. Like Cotton Eye Joe. I'm been a long time ago. I've been a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. I've been there a long time ago. Where did you long time ago? All right. Thank you for not uh, fast forwarding or changing the channel. Uh, <laughs> and also, if you did fast forward, this is where you should stop. If you could watch like the sound waves of this podcast, if it were me, I would just be like, oh, here they go. They're making up a song again. <laughs> and just scrub through it because you can just see both mics are so hot. <laughs> we do sing from the from our diaphragm. So we'll be oh. booming at this point. We're booming. Yeah. You know what you should do? You could do some Zeppelin stuff where you like crisscross the fades as we're doing it. I know. I'd have to learn how to do that on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I have the time for that. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I could, but. That's fair. The new gig is going well. New gig is going great. New gig only has two and a half weeks left. Oh, okay. So well, you yeah. got something else in the, you got. I got some in the hopper and if not, my agent's working on something. Well, see, life is good. Anyway, Friday, Superba. Saturday, Pulperta. Well, well let's, uh, let's talk about what you had at the... Uh... We just had some wine, and I said I repeated the seafood platter. Yeah. Yeah. 
Man, we couldn't but even did finish you, it. Did you still have to a la carte it? Or did no, you? we got like the whole platter. And oh, nice. We couldn't even finish it. Oh. Huh. And seafood's not really something you want to take home. Absolutely not. And uh, But I see people do it. Yeah. I, I, I just, saw Brad Williams one time take sushi to go, and I was like, that's weird. Mm, I, I'll get... I'll get sushi delivered, but even then I hit priority. You're coming, I've got that buck 89. You're coming here first. <laughs> <laughs> and then in a weird change of events, uh, Sugarfish, my sushi place, not mine, but you know, the place I love to go, uh, moved uh, to like over by Sportsman's Lodge or something. And oh, it did. It's like a bigger space. I went there the a couple of weeks ago. It's it's a cooler spot. Wasn't that the original one though? That I think that was the original one, but that is now becoming a Tacos 1986. Man, they're just firing those things out everywhere. Well, you must know. be Catholic. They have a lot of kids. Yep. Firing them out. Also, Mormon would have played. Yep, Mormon would have played better yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or just, or just not doing it. Well, Chris, you know, I'm, I'm a big bit guy. I, <laughs> I like to do bits. I, is this one of your bits? Yeah, yeah. Is this one of your skits? <laughs> do one of your skits. Oh, good Lord. Uh, what'd you do on Saturday? Uh, I went to Jordan's pool party. That's right. And by pool party, it was more of like a pool kiki, like a little hang. Yeah. Some boys there that I hadn't seen like since pre-pandemic, so it was really good to catch up with them. Oh, okay. Um, talk some shit on some people. Mm-hmm. Like boop, <laughs> Hannah boop. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm great. sure. I need to turn my notifications off. I am blowing up. I am Trey Popular today. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look at you. I'm going to a music festival this weekend, so there's a lot of planning. Going oh on. yeah. What uh, what music festival are you going to? I am going to a music festival called the This Ain't No Picnic. Is it a picnic? It ain't no picnic. Oh, wow. I just thought maybe it'd be weird if it, they were like, but it actually it is a giant table, picnic. Because we have VIP tickets and it's like there's picnic areas. And yeah. I'm like, but you said this ain't one. But also, yeah, you can't not do VIP. Yeah. So, and it's also not sold out. So. And I know that sounds like a bougie thing to say to some of you that maybe, uh, you know, maybe are living check to check or what have you. But uh, once once you do it, you'll be like, oh, this is worth the extra hundred dollars. Yeah. And it's uh, it is definitely a music festival th- for 30 year olds. Oh, great. Which is going to be great. Awesome. I'm so excited. Except for local- like the except for like the new parents that haven't been out in like nine months and yeah, they just push it way too hard. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but it's, it's local. It's in Pasadena. So I get to sleep in my own bed. Oh, nice. I don't have to pack a bag. Is it a couple of days? It's Saturday and Sunday. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So go and go back. Yeah. I'm so psyched. It's uh, the LCD sound system. Nice. The Strokes. Also good. Phoebe Bridgers. Mm-hmm. The Ying Yang twins are going to be there. Oh, whispering to everybody uh-huh. about their dicks. Hey, mama, let me whisper in here. Tell you something that you want to hear. I forgot what the rest of it is, but I think Good. it's about come. I think we're all happy about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. And then it's shake a like a salt shaker, shake a like a salt shaker. <laughs> and get low. I mean, come on. Wait, is it get low then? No. No, that's Lil John, but that's he's John. also on it, yeah. 
It's going to be pretty cool. Okay. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Any like, any like side stage acts you want to go see? Let me pull up my photographs. <laughs> that sounds like a song beginning. Let, Let me, me pull up my photographs. Well, there it is the beginning of a Nickelback song. Look at this photograph. <laughs> Every time I do it makes me laugh. Is that what is that what it is? Is that yeah, the actual lyric? That is the actual lyric. Where did I put this? You know what? I'm just that seems like a place marker lyric. And then they're like, we'll go back and fix that one. And then they just forgot about it. Uh, yeah, but that's there. That was the whole thing about them. <laughs> what? That was their. That was their whole thing. It's just it's all it, place marker lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. There's a girl named Indigo D'Souza who's playing like she's the first one I want to go see, but she's this indie singer who's like 19. Yeah. I've gotten really into in the last year. She's very good. And then. Uh, Ying Ying Twins, they are a side stage act. Yeah. Earl Sweatshirt's going to be there, and Tyler, the creator, is really is part of that, and I want to see him in person so bad. Oh, that's great. But it happens as the same time as Courtney Burnett, and I'm not going to miss her. Okay, I got that. Yeah. You got to have priorities. I know. Also, Ying Ying Twins are like this generation, or the last generation's exhibit. It's like, yeah, you're great as a guest star, but I don't want to buy a whole record of exhibit. Or Ying Yang Twins. But what if it came with your ride that he had pimped? Did you hear like a lot, you know, and anyone who knows anything about cars realizes like, you know, they put like a washer and dryer and a VW bug, but they didn't improve the engine. So like if you actually ran those things while the car was running. So you're like, I get half a mile to yeah. the gallon. It's not even that. The battery would be dead in like half a cycle. You can't run them both at the same time. <laughs> and so like a lot of those cars that had, they just, they were worthless. Yeah. And they kind of, and you're like, I got to pull all this shit out. Of, not to mention the weight that that adds. Wait, you're telling me. To a two stroke engine. Basically. A Honda, a 1994 Honda CRV with an aquarium and six PlayStations in the back. <laughs> And yeah, I know. A full set of inflatable furniture. When your whole trunk is batteries <laughs> and you still it's still a four cylinder. They're just double A's for the controller. You're literally buying an alternator a week. <laughs> well, how's the gas mileage? Not bad, but it's the fucking price per mile still pretty steep. I thought they called it an alternator because you alternate the weeks you have to buy one also, every other week. Turns out you only need one PlayStation. I don't know why there's six of them, but they make my initials. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then Sunday I saw Moulin Rouge at the Pantages. Like a live play. A musical. Music. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the tour. And holy shit, is that one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Which is so rare. So rare. So a rare miss at Pantages. Uh, okay. I mean... You're a musical theater person. Right. So, I mean, I'm sure they I'm sure they show Rent and everyone's like, boo, or whatever. I saw Cabaret there and it wasn't good. I saw okay. Aladdin there and it was the worst. Oh, wow. The, bir the, the fucking bird isn't even in it. Wait, no, he is. The monkey's not in it. One of the animals isn't in it and I hated it. <laughs> uh, Listen, more real succinct reviews from Andy. <laughs> 
on the One Millionth Podcast every week. Uh, but like the production of it was cool. The lighting was very impressive. Okay. And the choreography was neat. But the story was insufferable. And the thing about Moulin Rouge, the movie, is that it's like a lot of mashups. Yeah. And like popular songs put in an old time. Is there an actual plot to Moulin Rouge? Yes. Okay. Uh, I won't explain it to you because, I mean, it's just save the theater. Basically. Is there an elevator? Uh, there it is. Save the theater is the elevator pitch. Okay. Yeah. Are they whores? They're, uh, he makes the main girl be a whore oh, okay. to a duke because he's got the money that can save the theater. Aye. But here's what she's got. Consumption. So. I don't know. what that is. that tuberculosis? Alcohol? Oh. Yeah. So she's just hacking up blood. And also she'd be like, get done belting up this whole big solo number and be like, and I'm like, bitch, you ain't dying. You ain't. <laughs> I mean, and also, I also can hate we... the audience that was there. Like, that was my biggest problem. When you go to live theater, when you get up to go to the bathroom, you usually you usually aren't let back in. Yeah. Until the act break. Okay. Or the moments where they allow the doors to open. Okay. They were letting people just go in and out of the theater. To use the bathroom as if it was like a fucking movie or like you were just chilling at a friend's house. Oh, so that's more on the staff than anybody else. And who just yell at you while you're in there? They're like, no pictures! (laughs) Watch your step! No pictures! Oh, yeah. When I went to to see Brad at his show in Vegas, I tried to get a picture of Brad and that chick was on it. Yeah. She was super nice about it, but she was like, psst, hey, you can't do that. uh, I was like... Holy fuck balls. Yeah, no, they were just like letting people in and out willy nilly. Like people would come in and like look around and be like, oh, I went in the wrong door. I got to go back out. Uh, and it's like this one guy just had his keys on his belt loop and it was like, cha chang, 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 ching, chang, chang, chang. Like that Family Guy episode where he's like, well, I'm going to hit the old dusty trail. Literally. And then he opens the alarm door. Wang, wang, wang. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. And we get to the literal most romantic like peak of the show which like i don't fucking care at this point yeah yeah i'm the like sex scene I get no it. they're not having sex it's just like emotionally oh okay. the most emotionally heightened moment for those two characters i get you so they <laughs> it's they're like heart fucking there's yes they slow out the chorus to end the song and there's like pregnant pauses in between the stanzas to finish it out in a dramatic way oh, okay and as soon as they hit the first one there's a pause and someone's phone was like no way and the whole audience just started laughing because it was like the seventh time someone's phone went off and i'm like this fucking kmart audience yeah ruined this from the jump cut to you saw eric in the lobby (laughs) and he was was like like, did you you hear the alarm you see me using my laser pointer (laughs) (sighs) yeah but i mean we enjoyed the experience Oh, good. Of hating it. Yeah, it's nice to Statler and Waldorf it every once in a while. I mean, the songs they use to like make it more modern. Yeah. Because the movie's 20 years old at this point. And so like the medleys they do are more updated. And every time they'd start one, Meg and Aubrey and I would go, Jesus fucking uh, Christ. <laughs> like, no way. Uh, <laughs> speaking of things you go to for ironic reasons, did you watch the Corey Feldman I video did not. I sent you? I forgot about it until you just mentioned it to uh, me. There's a new album, so hopefully there's a new tour, which means we can go again. <laughs> and once again, bask 
in the mediocre glow that is Corey Feldman. Yeah. Uh, but his wife's in it. Uh, I will say this. The story's very confusing. Uh, as a lot of a lot of Corey's stuff is. Uh, uh, but I'm sure if he explained it, you'd be like, okay. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's classic Corey. I started watching the Surreal Life season one yesterday, which came out in what, 2000, maybe 2001. I don't know what this. Oh, what is the Surreal Life? It was VH1's reality show where they took a bunch of like kind of washed up for lack of a better term. Yeah, like they took the girl from Family Matters that literally walked up the stairs and never came back as a character. Oh, I don't. Oh, okay. Uh, But the first season was Emmanuel Lewis, Corey Feldman. Emmanuel Lewis was Webster. Yeah, Vince Neal. Tammy Faye Baker. Oh, that's classic. Yeah. And then a girl from Baywatch. And then I started watching it and I was like, oh my God, this is when Corey was like a little together. Could you But then you see his fiance dropping him off and the deep, deep attachment that he has. Oh. And it's just, he was just like, I would never live my whole life without you. I don't know what I'm going to do without you. And it's just like, you see the fear in her eyes. Could you imagine... The, the executive or the casting producer, whoever it is, that was like, they walk into the meeting and they're like, we got everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know the dream list? Every one we of them. We got him. Vince Neil, fuck yeah, we got him. <laughs> oh, and one, who's the chick who played like the seventh person on 90210? Her name was Andrea in the show, but she was like. Was she the older one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we got her. And guess what? Tammy Faye Baker. She's still alive. I know. I know. We got her. High fives. We're all going to Maui. Oh, man. I might need to watch that. It's on Paramount Plus. I have a login. Oh, God. What was your weekend like? What'd you do? Uh, I was in uh, a suburb of Chicago, the Blue Springs of Chicago, the Ontario of Chicago. It's like uh, a suburb so far away that like I have friends in Chicago that are like, yeah, I'm not driving out there. Uh, It's uh, but it's more like the over it's it's distance wise, those places, but very much like a very big Overland Park. It's called Schaumburg. Right. Uh, We had family from there. Uh, the improv was uh, who I saw. I saw Cousin Candy. Oh, great. And uh, her son. And uh, they ca- her son came up first, and I didn't recognize him. And then Candy came up. I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, But yeah, it's a giant venue in uh, underneath a mall. It's like you can't. Subterranean. E- you can't access the improv from the mall itself. And when you walk in, you immediately walk down some stairs and then it's just this giant, I think it used to be an ice rink or something. And, uh, it's like a 500 seat improv. Wow. And Saturday first show pretty, it was full. It wasn't like sold out, sold out, but it was like pretty close. And it, it was like doing a theater show. It was wow. like one of those things where I was like, Oh, I got to slow down and let them like react. Mm hmm. And uh, it was uh, a lot of fun. The shows were great. The staff was great. Uh, two great openers who's, oh, Jimmy and Vic. Very Chicago. Jimmy and Vic. I bet they know where to get a good beef sandwich. A hot <laughs> beef sandwich. And I, and I bet they mean that in the literal sense and in the weird sex sense. <laughs> and uh, 
No, uh, yeah. So the but very kind of easy weekend. Oh, sold a shit ton of merch. There you go. Like th- after Thursday, the first show on Thursday, I was like, I didn't, I didn't bring enough. I didn't bring enough merch. And then by Saturday, it was it was literally gone. Like I put my bag, I put my clothes bag in the merch bag, and then just checked that. <laughs> and uh, which was great, and the audiences were great. Uh, the hotel, it was deceptively large. Mm. Like the walk from the elevator to my room was a solid like five minutes. What'd you listen to? Podcast? A lot of pod. Oh, speaking of podcasts, uh, have you have you gotten any further into Statown? Uh, I kind of forgot about Statown because I started listening to this really popular audiobook that came out, but I finished it. So I might uh, dive back in. Yeah, it's because uh, you only got one episode in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of turns. Yeah. There's a lot of turns. So, uh, and I, and I kind of figured that cause you haven't called me yet <laughs> and been like, what in the actual fuck? This so, girl, this actress who was on iCarly and a bunch of Nickelodeon shows just put out an autobiography and she read the, she reads the audiobook. Oh, okay. And it's called, I'm glad my mom's dead. And it's because her mom like pretty much abused her in the sense that she gave her like bodily exams until she was 18 years old. And then like checking for like virginity and shit. Uh, yeah. Like TI in her. Yeah. And then doing breast exams to make sure she doesn't have cancer. She claimed it was also, she didn't get cancer because her mom had had cancer. Yeah. And so it was like a whole thing. Was it like like, a lesbian thing? No, it wasn't a lesbian thing, but like taught her how to have eating disorders from a really young age. Ooh. Yeah. Like, told her her ideal weight was 86 pounds. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. That's healthy. <laughs> like, so, your bones are 86 pounds. Yeah. And so then it gets, turns into, like, a bulimia thing where she even, like, loses a tooth on an international flight, throwing up in the airport airplane bathroom. But it's really good. I mean, she's a, fu- she's a comedic actress, so it's got its really good funny moments, but... Okay. It's intense. Wow. Yeah. All right. I just been buying records. Yeah. Yeah. I bought uh, Tom Petty, Wildflowers, and the others, and it's a three album set that has obviously the album Wildflowers, but then all the songs that didn't make the record. Oh, cool. And then director's uh, cut. Yeah, and I haven't even gotten halfway through it. But the the album we were listening to when you came in is like the one. That I can't turn off. It's the Aretha with, I think, the Dave Bryant combo. Oh, it's right here. Uh, the Ray Bryant combo. And it's a repro- It's a reproduction of, like, I think her first ever record. How oh, nice. And uh, they did a real good job with it. And it sounds fucking awesome. And she's 18 when they're doing it. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah. That's, whoop, whoop, be back and then we had softball on Monday. We did have softball on Monday. Man, did we not play well on any level. But hey, you live and you learn. Also, uh, we had the sprinklers turned on. Our poor oh, right the- fielder, her center, right center fielder, Priscilla, she was standing in the outfield and I had, I caught it. Sprinkler turned on right on her. Oh, no. Like, she was standing two <laughs> feet in front of it. And it was... And then later on, she gets skimmed by a ball. Got skimmed by a ball. Like, a, a grazed. Grazed is the better term. But, man. Yeah, it was one of those ones where I was like, 
Run, run. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yep, that got her. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then they couldn't turn them off. So everyone, everyone in right field had to play like under a canopy of sprinklers. So I just hit it to right field is what I did. And I watched a girl <laughs> literally kick the ball. I was trying to hit it over their heads to where they were just like, I'm not going after that. Uh, but I hit, I didn't hit it quite like I wanted it to, <laughs> but yeah, it was. And then at one point I ran all the way from left center to right center to catch a ball. And I got all the way there and fucking whiffed it. And I just, I just wanted to keep running into my car and just go home. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do at that point. I know you totally were wearing that. Cause I was exhausted from getting all the balls that other people couldn't catch and so i was already i'm already exhausted i'd already gone to the gym i'm running my ass around this fucking gopher infested field so it's just an ankle killer ankle breakers yeah and i'm just running around and i i was like you know what i'm gonna catch this fucking ball i'm running all the way the fuck over there and i'm like i got it i got it i got it are you fucking kidding me <laughs> Are you fuck? And then after that, I'm coming up to catch another ball someone missed and uh, fucking coming up on this thing hits a hole perfectly and it shoots right up towards my thought noggin. And <laughs> I, I pulled like a John Wick move. A gopher hole. It hit a gopher hole perfectly. Yeah. And hit fucking... I moved my head. I heard that thing whiz right by my face. And I'm like, anyone else on this team, maybe not DJ, DJ super quick and, and Binyam, but everyone else would have had to have plastic surgery <laughs> after that ball. Cause that thing came out of nowhere, man. Uh, so yeah, but so long story short, we lost uh, to a team that we should have probably lost to, but man, we could have made it a lot closer than it was. Yeah. And there should have, we would have made all the, uh, not top 10 plays. Although there was that one catch that went to our, <laughs> it took two of our infielders to make the play of one infielder <laughs> is what it boils down to. Was it a good catch by our shortstop? A hundred percent. Should it have been caught the first time? 10,000%. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Sorry, Rob. Uh, but Jordy saved him. Uh, and uh, God bless him. God bless the team. We're getting better. Yeah, we're getting better. And Rob's a hell of a batter. And, uh, let's get into listener mail. Uh, well, yeah, let's do that. Oh, but also, uh, what did I do Sunday? guess it wasn't that important. <laughs> oh, and then Brad Williams came over. Oh, Brad, old sushi to go, Brad. Uh, old, I'll have this tomorrow for lunch, Williams. <laughs> and we had a, well, he had a drink because he had a spot to go to, but I had a couple of drinks last night. And, oh, uh, nice. Yeah. And uh, we just talked. I, you know, obviously he's been in Vegas being part of the Mad Apple, or as I like to call it, the Brad Apple. <laughs> uh, and, uh, it's also what he calls his left nut. <laughs> I think that's what he calls his ass. <laughs> uh, hold on. Uh, all right. Listen to mail time. Ba-da-da-da. 
Uh, we said it before. We'll say it again. If you have questions, concerns, needs, life advice, send it. Uh, send an email to one millionth pod. That's all words. One million with a th and a pod at gmail.com, Rob. <laughs> this first one's from Jesse. Uh, subject life advice. It's what we uh, it's what we specialize in, Jesse. Jesse. Uh, Jesse. Uh, parentheses he slash him writing in again. I just listened to the latest podcast, Poon Puri, and as usual, you guys have me laughing from the jump. I'm a big fan of good comedy, hence why I'm a big fan of you both. I can't help but smile just hearing about y'all's weekend. Well, I bet you're smiling right now, aren't you, Jesse? Thank you for gifting us with this free content. Chris, you and John Reap are my favorite, you know John Reap, that'll hear me, uh, are my favorite guests that have been on the Burt cast. Oh, well, thank you. I love the Burt cast, mainly because I get real drunk and get to hang out with Burt. Did you listen to all nine hours of Jesse? <laughs> any chance of you and Burt podcasting in anytime soon? Well, Jesse, uh, as we talked about before, I'm recording a new special on 99. 22 in Portland at Helium. Go to helium.com for tickets. Uh, or Google Helium Comedy Club in case. It's prob- Do you think it's helium.com? I don't think that's right. I, it's got to be, right? Some, it's got to be Big Helium has that domain. I'm fucking right. <laughs> I'm going to try. But keep going. Uh, anywho. Uh, so when I, go to, when I go to release that, I'll be doing all the podcasts, especially the Burt cast, because he has 47 million listeners. He's like the U2 of podcasting. No, I like Bert. There it is. Anywho, as per the subject, I am seeking life advice. This is Jesse speaking again. I have been living with depression for years, not dealing with it because I haven't had insurance in several years. And I was wondering something. Have either of you dealt with depression in the past? And if so, what do you do to help when you can't really talk to someone or get medication? Today, technically yesterday, since it's after midnight, it's my birthday and I celebrated by working a double shift at my part-time job. However, that's not celebrating. That's not celebrating. I think you're being sarcastic. I think he was being ironic. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, hopefully, I will go full-time soon. Sorry to bring things down, but life happens. I love you guys, and, and I can't thank you enough for being a bright spot of my week. I appreciate you reading these emails and taking them seriously. Fuck you. Come on by. Porthead Jesse. Sent from his iPhone. I'm going to go first. Go for it. There's three things that help with that if you can't talk to someone or... See a psychiatrist who gets to a therapist or bend a friend's ear until they want to punch you in the face. Or book a rage room. Yeah. Uh, salt water. Three different ways. The ocean, if you have access to jump in the water. Sweating. Exercising. Getting your heart rate up. And yep. three, crying. Yeah. Have a good cry. Good pop, in, uh, pop in that movie up. You only need to get through the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Especially if your parents look just like them. Yep. But that's my advice. Uh, you know, I always say find an outlet. You know, drive around, sing in your car. Uh, yeah. Do you paint? Do you do something? You know, just something to kind of maybe sports. Again, working out, like Andy said. But just some sort of outlet. Something that makes you happy. Something that gets the dopamine going. Even if it's going for a walk. Get a puppy. Get a puppy. There it is. Go rescue a dog. Go rescue a dog. Uh, Or, you know, maybe stay away from snakes, stuff like that. Something you can cuddle that won't try to kill you. 
uh, and that won't immediately get out. Did we, were, was this a story that we did on the podcast or was this someone telling me this over the weekend that someone used to cuddle with a boa constrictor and they took, and it was like a few weeks that the boa constrictor was starting to lose a lot of weight. And so they took it to the vet. They were like, where do you, like, what's the normal activity with this snake? And they, you know, he was like, oh, do this and blah, blah, blah. And then I sleep with it at night. And they're like, you sleep with the snake at night? And they're like, it's losing weight because it's about to eat you. It's preparing to eat you. <laughs> no, that wasn't a story. That was. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. By the way, helium.com is not the website. It is heliumcomedyclub.com where you can go find tickets. Who's got helium.com? Uh, it is a cellular service. Oh, that yeah. is a rich ecosystem of hardware and software solutions that use and support the people's network. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like it has something to do with like a Republican social media app. Yep. Sounds like you're doing a whoop. What is that app called? Tinder. <laughs> no, that app that politician, the only one that Trump's allowed to post on. Oh, anymore. I don't remember. Truther or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, anyway, uh, you remember last week, uh, Casey wrote in, told you about this movie, Lamb. Yeah. And he didn't know if it was, he wanted to know. I wanted it, more deets. Uh, so, uh, Casey wrote in. Casey. Uh, subject, get that lamb. Uh, dear Amper Sandy, but uh, the I is an exclamation point upside down. Oh, cool. That's cool. Uh, is lamb gore porn, he says, question mark. Not at all. It's more a weird story about animals and man. You are on the edge the whole time because you know something weird or crazy is coming. Please do watch and let the double fucks know what you think. Fuck you, get that lamb, Casey. Uh, I got to be honest with you, Andy. He's being real vague about it. Yeah. Uh, Which I appreciate. Not 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 giving too much away. Yeah. Uh, but it, apparently it's not gore. It's not. I hope no one's fucking the lamb or the lamb's not fucking somebody. Uh, but uh, also, I don't think lambs have schlongs long enough to fuck a person. I think we're I think we're trying to be too weird about that. Uh, well, remember, I was just thinking logistics. This is what I love about Rob's email. We're going to get which is where we are now. Great. Uh, it's got his photo on it, <laughs> which I think is pretty great. Rob. And it's a great headshot. Uh, I don't know if he's a realtor, but if he's going to be. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, that his cards are made. Uh, what up, Rob? Uh, mainly because he says, uh, what up, Andy and Chris? Exclamation point. Short time listener. First time caller. What would you do if you woke up and you found out you had switched bodies with your siblings? Not just being a guy or a girl, but specifically being your brother and sister. Uh, a whole long weekend of body swapped debauchery. Do you get a tattoo knowing that you will eventually switch back? The people want to know. Anyway, fuck you. See you on Monday. Captain Rob. Well, first, I wouldn't drink any water, so I wouldn't have to pee. I yeah. want, I wouldn't eat or drink nothing because I want no business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would probably go get my lips done. Oh, fucking dick. <laughs> and I would definitely get my eyebrows tattooed on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first thing I'm doing is I'm going to some lady salon, getting my undercarriage cleaned out because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Because I'm sure you're used to that itch, but I don't think I would be. And uh, I just usually walk through one of those car washes. 
Those automatic ones. Do you have to get, you have to pay for the deluxe to get the undercarriage though? Yeah, but if I straddle where the tires go, that's where my feet go. It's <laughs> pretty clean, especially if you get the underwax. Uh, it prevents rust. Yeah, and then uh, what am I doing after that? Uh, so yeah, going to get the undercarriage cleaned. Probably playing with Otto for a little bit because I just want to know what it's like to have an animal just love the shit out of you, not be like the third thing he gets to after he smells a leash. Well, you might want to hold your breath on that. Okay. And, Because uh, he doesn't even do that for me. Uh, yeah. Then I'd probably call some relatives with a hold. Let me tell you something about you that you don't know. <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah, and just let her deal with that when she got back. Man, if I were you, I would write me lots of chicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they're post-dated, so you don't know when they're coming. <laughs> oh, I guess I'd even, I'll take the copy carbon, carbon copy out of your checkbook. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. What a great question. Thank you, Rob. Uh, sorry about what I said about that catch. But, uh, you know. You were, he knows. You were there. Hey, we all drop balls. I told a story about me dropping balls. Uh, I dropped some balls. You did drop some balls. Everybody dropped some balls. Sam I didn't. caught some balls. You caught some balls. I, got, even, I you, got that crazy pop fly. You caught it. You, I, I heard know. someone go, call for it. I go, I got it. You did. You did. Well, because I could see Matt coming at me, and I'm like, get out of my way, motherfucker. That's a freight train that he doesn't he even doesn't have control stop. of. Uh, oh, man. Well. Remember that other day we talked about a dog? Uh, I mean, it wasn't the other day. It was a while ago. But I had that story about um, someone woke up and someone else's dog was on their bed. Mm-hmm. They had gotten in through the pet flap. Uh, well, a seal uh, burst in t- the same way. like a, not The like, singer? No, not, not the singer. And also not like a seal of like a a- metal. authenticity. Uh, I'm talking like a fucking (laughs) zoo seal. Uh, This happened in New Zealand, which tracks because all kinds of crazy, weird animal shit happens down there, Mm -hmm. both New Zealand and Australia. Mm -hmm. You've seen the videos where they have like the spiders that fit in a bowl, barely. Like that's how they catch them. Well. Wolfsman uh, spiders? Huntsman spiders. Uh, you're going to die, spiders. Why is my spider losing weight? Because it's going to eat you. You shouldn't <laughs> sleep with that. E- you shouldn't sleep with a spider either, you fucking weirdo. How lonely are you where you're sleeping with a goddamn boa constrictor? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you couldn't just get a body pillow? That, but that's the funniest part. It's losing weight because it's going to eat you. <laughs> it's making room. Oh, fucking... Imagine just being in the same room as a crunch wrap for just weeks and just being like, oh, yeah. But the thing about it is the the crunch wrap fades. You're getting you're staying the same. <laughs> you're just the you're getting more delicious and more dumb. I, he's like, I can't believe the snake's like, I can't believe it's just he it must want me, me to it. eat it. <laughs> Imagine that being your death wish and just like still having that much time to think about it and being like, yeah, nope, still want to do it. Or just also, it's like, how come I can't get a girl? Well, no one wants to share a bed with a snake that, but I'm not, it's my, it's where it belongs. It's, it's bed. Also, it keeps trying to strangle me. I think uh, it thinks I'm cold. 
So anyway, Phil Ross uh, found a young fur seal in inside their house. His name is Phil Ross. Not only that, he's a goddamn marine biologist. Like this seal couldn't have walked into a better deal. <laughs> That's a good seal deal. That's a good. <laughs> Put a seal on that deal. Put a seal on that seal deal. <laughs> wow. Uh, it was just like walking around, exploring different rooms, lounging on the couch. You know, kind of like your fucking relatives do when they came over for, when they come over for holidays and stuff. Uh, Ross, who again is a marine biologist, was not home when the seal was discovered. His wife Janet left for about an hour from the to the gym and stumbled and just kind of showed up, and there was a seal in the house. Wow. Which. They're just little water puppies. They're pretty cute. Yeah, but do they have teeth? Oh, yeah, for sure. Aren't they aggressive, kind of? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they're definitely not like the Pixar seals where they're like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm fucking... Well, then they could talk, Chris. I'm a little witty. Of course they can't talk, and of course they don't have great puns. (laughs) You moron. Like seal seal. (laughs) Uh, The big joke is that this is really the only family emergency where it would be useful to have a marine biologist in the house. That's what he said. (laughs) You know, the one there, I really missed my time to shine. Uh, it's, it, they don't know why the seal went inside, but uh, he suggests, uh, the, the marine biologist guy, Ross, uh, suspects that his cat, Coco, was outside and attempted to defend the home turf against the seal. And the seal was like, <laughs> I'm going to go eat this cat. <laughs> and so, What is that seal's name, Alf? Yeah. <laughs> Good reference. Thank you. Uh, man, I can't believe you even remember that. Pretty much the only thing I remember about Alf. Other than that, he was an alien. Right, and fuzzy, and he was cute, but he ate cats. And Do you I remember think, what like, Alf stood for? Alien furry? Well, they're missing the L there. Uh, it's alien life form. Oh, well, L was an alien. It was A-L alien. A- <laughs> he used A-T-Aliens. <laughs> That's where the outcast got their album title. Oh, man. Well, uh, yeah, they featured a lot of outcasts in... Uh, Moulin Rouge. Ain't nobody dope as me. I'm just so fresh and get, so fresh and so clean, clean. Get the fuck out of here with Swear that. Swear to God. I don't like any part of that. I have goosebumps just thinking about it because I feel like it's like traumatizing in my brain. <laughs> um, do you follow that Twitter account, uh, Uberfax? No. I don't know. Maybe. If, yeah, I do. I do. I just don't look at Twitter very often. So there's, they tweeted this the other day that math anxiety is a condition that causes people to perform poorly in mathematics and triggers the same part of the brain where bodily harm is registered. So people are just afraid of math. Yeah. It's... Otto just whined. He goes. Mm. Yeah. He just found his owner's a bitch. <laughs> okay. But that's not my story. So do you ever just get annoyed by having a carrier Tesla key around in your pocket? I mean, it's in my wallet, but yeah, sure. Yeah, does isn't it so annoying you have it's, to get your wallet out and touch it to the sensor? I mean, I don't because my phone, if I have my phone on me, I just get in. Cool. All right. Well, this guy fucking sucks. His name is Brandon DeLally. Mo- and oh, that sounds like a guy that sucks. He's 39 years old, and he had the chip from his, for his Tesla implanted in the back of his hand. Cool. So what happens when he goes to sell it? Well, also, I mean, so he 
no doctor I'm sure would be like, this is a terrible idea. Please. We're not going to do this. So he went to a tattoo shop where they do implants, like a piercing place. Oh, nice. Where they do like, that's who you want to do a uh, minor surgery, you know, a felon. <laughs> so yeah, now he can open his fucking car with his hand. There's like a, there's a whole video. I mean, I won't show it to you because it's ob- you've yeah. seen it happen. Uh, well, so Teslas have had a hard problem with uh, lately, either your account getting hacked or the, your car getting cloned. As a matter of fact, I just went to go buy a new wallet today, and I wanted to get one. I was like, I need to get an RFID one, the ones that cancel all that. And she goes, well, because of chips in your card. All that RFID stuff is obsolete. And so she was like, no wallets have that anymore. And I was like, oh, great. And so then I walked, I just happened, they had a Tesla store in that same mall. And I walked by and the guy was, I go, so I'm hearing about a lot of Teslas getting stolen by either the cards getting cloned or their accounts getting hacked. And cause like, if you just have the Tesla app and like, if you have the Tesla app on your phone, I can log in and then just go get in my car. And so I was like, how do I not have that happen? And he was like, pin to drive. And I'm like, what? And he was like, yeah, you can hit the sensor. And so now when I get in my car, I have to enter a pin for it to go anywhere. Man, that turned really fun. Yeah. I'm just trying to be uh, informative for our fucking fellow Tesla port heads out there. Pin to drive, folks. Don't get your t- Don't get your Tesla stolen. Boom, all up in your grill. Yeah. And also, if you're going to get the chip implanted, put it somewhere fucking funny. Yeah, like your dick. Or like your forehead. You just have to like bang your head against the car to open it. <laughs> It'd be funnier. Or your ass. Like, watch this. I can open it with my ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that was fun. That was fun. Good times. New mics. New mics. Just booming through the airwaves. Uh, you can find me this weekend in Ontario. Uh, that's, uh, California, not Canada. Sorry, Canada. Uh, someday, but, uh, this weekend I'll be out in very, very East LA, uh, all this weekend, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday, uh, go to improv.com. And I know that's right. And, uh, yeah. And as always, you can find my dates at chrisportercomedy.com. You can find the podcast. On Instagram at the words one millionth pod. That's one million with a TH to POD. And uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Chris Porter. And you can find the pod on Twitter at the number one and the words millionth pod. And you can find me on Instagram at Andy Port and on Twitter at Andy Porter. And as always, this is this has been the one millionth podcast. Fuck you. Come on by. I did it. it. Do, 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 do. Ba, do, ba, do, boop, boop, do, 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 do,